What's up, everybody? This is Tom McCaffrey. Welcome to LE2B. I'm here with Eric B. LE2B with Eric B. A lot going on. Um, rate and review this podcast. Join our Patreon. Um, buy Silk City Hot Sauce at SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use the promo code Brooklyn. You get 15% off. A lot of stuff going on, right? A lot of stuff in the news. Yeah, this is a big week. Kind of. This is the probably list out of the, the probably the one of the biggest weeks of 2022 so far. Yeah. Probably in the top it's two. In the top two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're both gonna use that joke. No, um, so speaking of joke, uh so we should we start- Novax Djokovic. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing I just saw today that that I haven't I've been trying to not follow, but apparently they won't let me not follow that story. You know, there's stories that just they keep yeah. pushing into your face like wh- like so he didn't get vaxxed. And what, what happened? He lied to get into Australia to play tennis. Yeah, I think there's a whole thing going on. He lied and then he uh, had a press conference and he knew he had COVID and he didn't tell people and Australia has very strict rules. So I, I don't really. But he seems like he's playing, though. So they didn't really ban him from the they're playing the Australia Open. That's the first of the Grand Slams. But this yeah. Joe Jovovic, whatever the fuck his name is, his he's a weird dude. Like, remember when he hit the lines guy in the throat last year? No, he. but I do know he like has kind of a weird reputation for being a baby. Like, I remember one time yeah. he kept during a tour. I think the U.S. Open, he like had hurt his toe or something and he just kept taking breaks. Oh yeah. Like he was like, my toe hurts. And then they would go and like tend to his toe and yeah, the other like guy was fun. getting mad. But what? that thing, that thing happened last year where he, I think it was one of the opens. He, uh, he was mad about a, about a, about a call. So he, I mean, it was kind of an accident. So he's like, I think he, he, he hit a ball hard, like into the wherever. Yeah. And it hit a linesman in the throat. <laughs> the guy went down and then he was thrown out of the tournament. Oh, he like he purposely hit the ball at the guy. No, he was just mad. He just you know how you like you're just mad. You just whack something. So he was yeah. whacking the ball out of anger, but a linesman was in his way and hit him right in the fucking throat. Yeah, I don't know. He's he kind of um. I guess he's kind of a prick. I I don't know why they. I just don't know why this is such a big story. I guess because he's being such a baby. But yeah. I don't. Th- these athletes that won't get vax. It's such a strange thing to me. You know, like you get paid millions of dollars and. They just um, refuse to follow this regulation. Yeah. Um, no, I know. Yeah, so he seems like a prick. Yeah, I think he is uh, a nut job. What? Novax. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's like. I, I even. Uh, I still. They have some of his press conference. You want to hear of it? I want to ask you a okay. bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. That was his press conference. Wow. <laughs> I've, I've never heard a press conference where they they ask the press questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, he was getting mad at the press conference. This is, this is what happened. He was like, bastard. You have more? Yeah. Does sound oh, exactly. he, does, um, he does sound kind of pissed off. <laughs> that is how they all kind of sound, right? That accent. Yeah. He, he was talking about California, too. California. Like, yeah. So I don't know why I think he's on. That's all he said about California. He just said it. <laughs> It's a bad soundboard. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's he's a brick. I um. And who 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 are some of the other athletes? So what? So wait, Aaron Rodgers wasn't he like a big guy that was like leading the charge against vaccines and didn't yeah, he? We, no. What happened was with Aaron Rodgers is a few months back they're like, were you vaccinated? And he's like, yes, I was immunized for COVID. And they're like, oh, okay. And you know, it's Aaron Rodgers. So they didn't bother to ask follow up questions. And he wasn't. He wasn't vaccinated. He was immunized, which means nothing, you know. So then he comes out. He's all of a sudden now he's a big anti-vaxxer, you know. And but aren't they letting him still play? Yes, they are, because I don't know what the NFL rules are with that. They're not as strict. I think you can play, but you have to be constantly tested. If you have a positive test, you are put on protocol and you can't play for 10 days. Yeah, they seem pretty lax with their rules there. Like, well, I think there was a lot of your wife (laughs) (laughs) and a waiter, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can beat this shit. I mean, or you can beat this. Didn't someone else kill their wife, too, recently from the NFL? I think they all killed their wives. I think every single one of them. Yeah. So they kind of um, 
And in, in fair, yeah, in fairness, J- J- uh, Novak Djokovic, whatever his name is, he's from Serbia, and the voice I was doing that was Arnold Schwarzenegger was from Austria, so that's different, I think. Yeah, but if you hear them, they sound pretty much the same, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. Like it's being like, oh yeah, you know, he's from New Jersey, like he's not from Long Island. <laughs> Like, oh, those are two totally different um, accents. It is weird how just, um, I feel like not to get into this, but I feel like the New York accent, the thick New York accent is like the worst and dumbest sounding accent I t- to have. Um, the New York accent? Like, yeah, maybe not even New York, you know, like the Long Island accent and New Jersey. It's such a weird, bad accent. It just they're, sounds so dumb. They're rough. And I no doubt like Staten Island, Long Island, very rough. However, I remember years back, I went to Chicago and a lot of people in Chicago don't really have a thick accent. But when they do, like, you know, the bears, that kind of accent, that's a rough one, especially when you hear like a woman saying it like there was I remember seeing like hot women in Chicago with that accent. And I totally lost my boner on that. Yeah, that that, their accent. But it doesn't really. uh, It sounds like almost like. um naive or something their accent right not like stupid i i don't know like i guess most accents sound dumb but um, yeah it's not naive it's just grading it's uh yeah it's definitely great but it's very midwesterny kind of like there's sort of like a an innocence to that part of the world i don't know if that's right but you know like i i kind of lump them with like minnesotans yeah yeah you know like they're like so even though the accent's a little different but anyway is is ridiculous but it's kind of funny though Boston that one's accent. bad. I can't yeah. like. I really have a hard time listening to people with a, with a Boston accent. There's definitely comedians that if they have a Boston accent, like I'm like I can't listen. I think that's kind of the main issue. Like I like Bill Burr, but I think that's why I'm not a huge Bill Burr fan. I think the accent really is grating to me. I always you felt know like what he, I mean. He like everyone kind of juices up the Boston accent on stage. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I've only talked to him a couple of times. So I couldn't really tell. But I think like I, think everybody- he, I don't know. He, he sounds like that, like in interviews and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's really funny, but I just can't. The accent, I just it, that accent, I just don't like that. Much. I have a weird accent. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't even know what my accent is. You're, I think uh, it's just uh, apathy. <laughs> 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 I do have an, a voice that like I sound like I'm always like making fun of people. Like I so I say things genuinely and like people like. Right. I think, think we've told, I, I don't know if I told the story or I always tell the story about you, though. Like one time it was a sh- it was a show. A guy came off stage and I went up to him and I said, hey, great job. And then you were right there. So you were like, yeah, great job. <laughs> and the guy looked at you like, what a fucking. Is he making fun of me? Who was that? Was that Djokovic? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Djokovic. Who? Um. Do you remember when? I don't remember that. Remember I was. I was, was. I was being polite and stuff, you know. And I, because I was, was he bad? No, he was fine. But when you said it, he didn't know what to make out of it. It was really funny. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't say good job if I didn't think it was a good job, but I probably meant it. But. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. I just have such a weird voice. It's like really, I think I've turned off a lot of people in terms of like meeting yeah. them. Because um, I've I've had people like really not like me, but I've never done anything to them. So, and I've had people shit on my voice a lot, like on podcasts. Right. And it sounds normal to me right now, but then I'll listen to it and I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, there's worse, worse act, but it works for you on stage, though. I don't know, though, if it does. I mean, I guess it does. But it does people work are for always, you on stage. Well, people are always like, oh, man, yeah, your voice is so great. I love your voice. I dated a chick like a few years ago, and she was like, I love your voice. I was like, really? I fucking kind of hate it, but <laughs> yeah. it definitely works for you on stage because it's like a, a snarky attitude kind of thing, even though if you don't mean it. I think that's true, but I also think it can kind of like, turn people off like in certain rooms because i do think there's a sense of that like they don't know you know because that's a big you know obstacle in comedy is like when they're first kind of summing you up they don't really know what to make of you you know and if you kind of like don't answer the question fast sorry i was playing a clip of you doing a stand-up last night you want to hear it oh yeah yeah answer the question that's me (laughs) i only have one sound for I'm, I'm having I'm having fun. Isn't with the that just board. Schwarzenegger? So is that that's just gonna be the running joke? Just Schwarzenegger, close for everyone. 
was that me doing stand-up or me um, teaching English? <laughs> um, yeah, I love that part of my act where I yell at the audience to answer my questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so but, we should, you know, we should talk about there's uh, yeah, let's a lot of deaths it. this week. Uh, yeah, let's talk about all the deaths. They come in threes. So we had Saget. Okay, that, where, I, was, I was just going to say that before we get wh- where does that come from? They come in threes. Yeah. Is that do you? I mean, is that real or I mean? Ah, uh, no, it's not really. It just seems like it. There was actually an episode of Thirty Rock once where like two celebrities died, and they were always they were like it comes in threes. So Tracy Morgan's character was trying to kill people so it wouldn't be him. Oh, that's funny. It was really well, funny. It's a it's a weird concept. I, I want to look it up because it's like. So what they're saying, God, like when he kills a celebrity, he needs a couple more. Like he has to take them in groups. <laughs> he doesn't Maybe like even like, he doesn't like even numbers, apparently. Yeah. What is is it because maybe God gets nervous around celebrities, so he needs a few of them around? Too? <laughs> yeah. I so don't know. Maybe, was maybe there a like third? God's there might have been. A, there might have been a third. I don't know how. If you go, I think is, there were like four. But I mean, I think it's like when when does it end? Like when does the cutoff end? They come in three. It's like. Right, because you could say like before the new year was like John Madden, Betty White, and I don't know what the third. There was someone else. Yeah, it was like John. Well, my, Betty White, Bob Saget. Um, wasn't there another one? Well, John Madden, and then there there was another one who just died. Like that was kind of like oh wow that's that's yeah shady. or or we it's weird all these celebrities like. Does it make you feel old? Like you're like, it makes me feel like I'm, you know, like more closer to death because all these <laughs> celebrities are dying. And then, well, there's, well it's always oh, like when you're young. I think someone had a joke about this once. Like Saget died at 65, and when you're young, you're like, oh man, that's kind of old. And then when you're older, you're like, man, he died so young, 65. Yeah, I know. I find myself doing, that. and then I watch things from you know like movies when they're talking there's someone young talking about someone old and they're like oh yeah they were old they were like 35 <laughs> um it is amazing how that oh no the one peter bogdanovich i don't know what oh, a right. celebrity he, he was but no i mean yeah put him there but with saget like apparently all these people like really they said how nice he was i never met him um he did you ever see him do stand-up i mean only on tv and i know that he always made a point because he was you know, he did those two shows in the 90s that were so family friendly that yeah. he made a point. He was like, you know, before this, I was a dirty comic. And then when he did stand up, he was like extra dirty. I think I think he went. At, that's why I think I didn't love it, because it was like he went out of his way to be so fucking dirty. When I watched it, I'm like, dude, we get it. All right. You were dirty, but you don't you don't have to. Yeah, I wasn't a huge. I, you know, the only time I ever saw him do stand up live was. I uh, went to Largo, which was like the alt comedy yeah. room. And this was like 2000, 2001 when I lived in LA. And it was kind of like the cool room, right. that, you know, like uh, Bob Odenkirk and David Cross were there every week. Yeah. Like, like you know, everyone would, would be doing new material. Pat Oswald, it was the first time I ever saw him there. He was like the king of that room. But I mean, he wasn't big at all yet. And so I was there once and uh, it's funny because you know it's odd because nor I was going there because someone told me Norm Macdonald was going to be on the show and oh, I went okay. there. Norm Mac- Norm Macdonald didn't show up, but Bob Saget just dropped in. Uh, um, which directed, is kind of weird. Was directed Norm in in a movie, Dirty Work. In Dirty right? Work, yeah. Oh. So like, I remember it was like this cool hip room, and it was like the Scalar Brothers were hosting. You know, they and they had the thing. They had like a music stand on stage. You would right. everyone put their notes on. So it was kind of like you were supposed to have notes. It was right. like kind of like that was part of it. And Bob Saget came in. He's like a very like 80s icon clubby comic and he didn't have notes and he went up and he just did like jokes uh-huh. and um, they fucking hated it. He just did. You know, you could tell it was like a well, room of like, you're not cool. Right. Well, it was also that thing, too, where you figure like in the early 2000s, late 90s, Bob Saget being in a hipster room, he was synonymous with you know, not cool mainstream antiseptic comedy that all these hipsters fucking rebelled against. Um, yeah. But a, a little surprising to me because the one thing about those hipster rooms is they act like all like that and they did, for, you know, but if it was a celebrity, they would always let it slide. That's yeah. true. They, right. as, as cool as those people would try to act, if a, if a celebrity, a bona fide celebrity came in, 
it would all drop, you know, right. go, fall by the wayside because they were like, well, he's famous. But they really I think like it if, was if, like if in a Carrot moment. Top went into a creek in the cave a few years ago. He would have gotten he would have people would have cheered for him. They would have cheered for him. Yeah, it may be in an ironic ish sort of way. No, because these people are phonies. They're just all they start that whole alt movement started out as something really good because it was like a difference between what was going on in the clubs. And then they just all became and then Hollywood yeah, really loved did. them and they all became famous and then they all just became star fuckers. So the original guys in the alt movement were interesting and cool. But well, later the, on, and, this was, and this was at the time where it was it was more at the beginning of it. So it was yeah. still so, kind of like that. So it was so, real. Yeah. So I so I think like, it I'm, was. I re, so they genuinely didn't like. But again, it's like it was so it's in L.A. So as cool as you want to act like you don't care about anything, it's like if you're living in L.A., no matter what, you're just kind of pretend if you're into showbiz or anything, you're kind of pretentious. So like, right. They I mean, I think he was kind of bad. But and it was funny, too, because I was just I'd probably I'd been in L.A. like a year, maybe. And um, I was pretty new to stand up. I was like a couple of years in. And, um, you know, he was commenting on how bad he was doing. And it was such like a, a, a novel thing to see. Like, I had never seen that where a really known comedian who was famous was just eating shit like any other comedian on stage right. and commenting on it. Um, but in, in those rooms, they that that was actually like if you said how bad you were doing that was sometimes that would help you sometimes i never um, liked i, I never liked any of the rooms i thought those rooms were full of shit i thought well, there were a lot of great comics that came out of those rooms but then maybe in the early years but in the later years it was they were all just full of they were all hacks just like everyone else everyone's a fucking hack yeah yeah so I mean, I, I would Please go to shows. That, not, not what? No, but I would go to like these shows at some. Did these, you like, get beaten up at one of those shows? Yeah, I got, I got raped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> by Pat Oswalt and yeah. uh, Kumail Nanjiani. But I would see some of these guys in those clubs, and they would act. You know, they would kill and stuff. And then I, and then I would see some of them some, sometimes in the regular clubs, and a lot of times they would they bomb would in the relative clubs, or they would pull out this hacky act that they had. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So you see, now you see what it is to be a club comic. You can't just stand, lie against the wall and pretend like you don't know what's going on and not care. You know, well, it's really funny to, to this story. You were like the it, only, it, only few people that work for, by the way, like in both. Well, places. like, so I was, so I kind of was into that scene and I remember I was involved in it here, but like, I've talked about this before. Like, the only reason I kind of got in on it is like, I was trying to, you know, do the normal route of like clubs, but like right. I wasn't getting welcomed there or embraced. Yeah, it's very hard so to get then into. All them. those places were like they started. I started doing these like downtown rooms, and, and they liked me, and they and I started getting booked on all these shows. And the, I do remember going to Largo and liking that style, kind of yeah. like noticing that. And I really liked how they had notes. Like I really remember making it like a mental note of like right. Oh, they have notes like and they're really funny. So like I and their whole vibe was like not being prepared. And so I was I was always really nervous doing stand up. So like I never wanted I felt like I, I overcompensated by trying to act like I didn't really care or wasn't really re wasn't really prepared. So it kind of right. came off like, well, if you don't like, you know, I've at, honestly the entire alt attitude, which was like, well, if you don't like me, I mean, I, I didn't even try. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, you. Um, but I think the reason why it works for you in there obviously works there. But in the clubs is that the jokes that you had were actually good. See, what, what I always thought was a lot of those guys were like, they would start reading off their notes and they're like, well, well, how about this? I'm like, dude, you, you just wait. It's one thing to like throw out yeah. things and have it like, oh, here's jokes I was working on. But just like, oh, this is something I thought of 10 seconds ago. It's not even a, it's like a half joke. And it would yeah, go up and they would. And they would get laughs. I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? Fuck this. Well, there was a lot of like, oh, I'm I'm a storyteller. That that yeah. kind of became that was very like um, right. present in that scene, which was like, so that, that means you just talk and you have no, you don't know how to write funny parts. That's what a story is like. Well, I don't do. I'm not trying to get laughs. Like, but yeah. why are you in a comedy show? You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I mean, I was trying to. I wrote joke. I did jokes that w did work in clubs because they were like jokes. But I think I just did them a little less polished. -y, you know what right. I mean? So I could do kind of. So it didn't sound like you were just rooms. doing. You were doing joke, jokey jokes. No, yeah. it didn't sound. Like, and I was usually like, 
I wasn't unprepared, but I would have like a set list because I would I would change it up in the middle of the set to be like, oh, that's not work. I should do this. Right. But it was funny to watch Bob Saget because he just went in with like a prepared kind of polished set. Yeah. And, and those young hipsters were probably just being douchey to him on purpose. I mean, he there's sure no they were in 2001. But Bob Saget going into a room like that is going to bomb. There's just no he does. He has right. no shot at hell. He represents everything they hate. Um, so and was it was kinda, so it was so fresh off of that era because he had been off Full House for maybe like nine years, but that was still so in there. You know, the yeah, people well, he who was, were going to be at that show grew up on it, right? So. Not only that, he was also on America's uh, Funniest Videos, which he probably might have still been hosting or just stopped hosting not too long before that. Yeah. That show was actually even thought of more like with vitriol with that circuit because I mean the stuff he was doing on that he would make like the I mean, it, it wasn't his jokes, but he would make the lamest fucking jokes. Uh, yeah, after that was those a bad videos. show. Right. But that it was, was like what, precursor what? to YouTube. I mean, it was I mean, it was huge. People don't remember how big that show was. It was fucking huge. The problem is he made the dopiest jokes that they gave him to say after it. So that was a show that even when it was on and I was like 14, I was like, I, what is this shit? I just <laughs> didn't get it. I um, and he was and he just. You know, at that era, he looked exactly like an 80s comedian. Right. You know what I mean? Like the hair and his outfit. Like he just was he was so dorky on that show. Right. That it was hard to live. So when he came but, back and he was sort of like, I feel like as time went on, though, he kind of became he kind of got embraced in pop culture. Like, you know, that happens in pop culture. Some things like really, really uncool. And yes. then as time goes on, it becomes like cool again. Like he kind of became like cool again in like a different kind of way. I think that comes from when these guys become cool. It's like because the, the, the maybe the, the angsty teenagers who hated him years ago grew up. And now, you know, anything that they had when they were young, even if they didn't like it at the time, it's may, reminds them of their youth. So it it, it it's like Groups yeah. like where like the Spice Girls can make a fucking comeback or, you know, some of these bands from the 90s and you know, the same people that might have hated them back then probably like them now. And they there's like, oh, they're so cool. But it's only because you're really just remembering your youth. Yeah. I think I think that's a big part of it. Um, so yeah, that's true. They look back on them fondly because anything in your youth just reminds you of good times when, you know. Yeah. You know, and it is funny how that Bob Saget moment really kind of cemented that point that era of what was going on in comedy where alt was becoming a thing and you could see it. it it had already been happening but there was definitely like an offshoot of like the rebellion from this kind of comedy like well what is this shit we were this isn't cool and uh, yeah. <laughs> which i understand because i you know I, what i was saying i think alt like you were saying i think alt started from a good place in terms right. of it was a lot of creative people who had maybe a different style or, you know, they were trying to do comedy, but they weren't being welcomed into the clubs. Yeah. Because the thing about comedy clubs and like, this is what I remember, like when I was trying to do comedy clubs, I was doing them a little bit. Like they were just full of people who had been there for like 25 years and just mm -hmm. would not leave. So like you would try to get in, but you were going up against these guys. You'd been doing comedy like two years against these dudes who had been doing it for 25 years. And it was like, I'm not going to have the same chops as this guy. You know what I mean? So. No. And then they're smoking you and stuff. Um, usually the people who kind of broke into the comedy clubs in New York back in the day uh, quickly were people who were re got really good somewhere else. And then they came to New York. But people like me and you or who started in New York, it was really hard because, first of all, people saw you be bad too early on. And people don't really get that out of your mind so quickly. Um, yeah. So I, mean, I did I leave. I remember I left maybe specifically for that. Like I went to LA. Not that that's like a better, but right. like I remember like I remember I did comedy here for about a year, year and a half, and like wasn't really getting anywhere. I mean, it was, you know, it's hard. I was doing like bringers and stuff. And like mm -hmm. then I went to LA and I got like better. And then I came back and I did notice that when I came back and I was better. I think that's why in that scene, I, I kind of like got a little like recognized because that scene was new and no one knew me from no one knew right. that I'd been here. So it was like and and none it, of them were that polished anyway, to be honest, early on. Right. A lot of them. And I did kind of I didn't I, I in those two years away, I kind of honed a, a somewhat of a voice, I guess. But it was very um, 
but it, like I said, it was very, you know, that's what all what started all. It was kind of like the fringe right. starting their own thing, but being like, well, you're not going to let me in. Fuck you. And mm-hmm. so I kind of had that attitude. And then um, it did develop. Well, the problem was it became the mainstream thing. So. Right. That's why I think there, there's no line. Any, I mean, there's no line anymore. It's like because the, these guys jump back and forth. There's really no real alt scene anymore. They well, can, now it's. A, yeah, I don't yeah. even know what, you, what that would be anymore. It's just it's bar shows. Just... It's, it's bar shows. But you know what? It's like the, the guys who do well in the bar shows who are really good. They do well at clubs and that's how it works. And, you know, so yeah, the, you know, the I know because some of these alt comics, they'll go to clubs that I work at and they they may be the shit in the alt scene and they can't fucking do five minutes in a regular club and they're like oh they're stupid i'm like yeah maybe they're stupid or they don't whatever but you know what the best well, comic i've said that <laughs> <laughs> but i mean the best comics could do both you know pat and oswald can do both but you know you yeah. adjust to your surroundings you see what the room is okay they won't get my really specific reference from 1994 maybe i have to be a little more general so yeah no i believe i um you know, the fu- actually with Bob Saget, I think the funniest thing I ever saw him do, and I like Bob Saget, I have nothing against him, um, was I think he once I was in an interview and he was talking about when America's Funniest Home Videos was really big, you know, people would send in their videos to win the money or whatever, but some of this stuff was made up, like people would just do it. Oh up. yeah, yeah. And it, like they would he, just hit their their friend in the ball. Yeah, and he, I think it was he told some of where they like they pretended like they knocked down a tree and it hit their car. And he's like, dude, it was like so fake. <laughs> I mean, think about what you would have to do. I mean, you like destroying your own car to get on America's Funniest Home Videos, you know? And it's like, oh, the guy I like mean, trips and then he hits a tree and the tree falls on the car and they're like, dude, this is not real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like he destroyed his entire house just to get on this awful show but that that's like it it, it doesn't surprise me because especially back then like being on a show like that that would have been had even more of an impact oh, people don't realize that was such a huge show but now it's like that's I basically what it's still on that's isn't the, the world america's funniest home videos now that's all like tiktok isn't that all it is yeah. it's i mean just it's like it, yeah it's still on uh the show by randomly it was you know replaced for a while by that tosh 2.0 or whatever yeah now, uh, now yeah. it's like tiktok or whatever i mean you know it's all youtube yeah. now, tiktok but yeah i never really I, like i said i, I didn't I, I never really had any opinion of bob saget i do remember like I, yeah. he, he kind of came back in the you know yeah i don't thousands. know what, right but i don't know why people are like oh he sold out yeah, yeah like who wouldn't sell out i know some of these fucking alt guys who sold out uh, you see yeah, it now no i mean he, there wasn't the most, even like what no, I mean, selling out is not even a thing anymore. In the 90s, people were like, oh, he sold out. But now it's like you'll see the coolest kind of comics doing the cheesiest commercials. Um, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> Do you? No one cares. No, I mean, I don't even know if I get I don't I never even looked at him as someone who sold out. I think what happened was he was of he was so um, associated with a specific era of comedy that sure. when things changed, it was like, what is this like this guy? But I mean. Well, Honestly, I can give you an, I can give you an example. I think that he's caught some shit for this. You know, Patton Oswald, who's like the old king, is in these. Uh, uh, what's you know, going on? Yeah, what's going yeah. on with that? Why is everyone the Chappelle thing? No, no, that was another thing. <clears throat> this is, uh, yeah, that's another. Well, that's you know, his fans are very liberal and woke, so they didn't like it when he was hanging. You know, they were old friends and stuff. So, but. So he had to like kind of backtrack and say, I like Dave Chappelle. I don't like what he says or whatever bullshit. But I'm talking about Patton Oswald. He's in these commercials for online gambling. Really? He is. Okay. Yeah. As is they're getting tons of these comedians. I saw that Chris, Christian Shaw, JB Smooth, you know, JB Smooth doesn't care. He does it like every commercial and no. Oh, right. I've seen uh, these. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But those two are kind of like, especially Patton Oswald's like, you know, it's all the counterculture kind of comics and you're doing probably the most blatantly capitalistic cash grab. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's not like these sites, yeah, they're legal now, but are they, is it helping society? I don't really think so. Well, that was the other thing that Matt Damon was getting in trouble for like, didn't he do like a crypto? Crypto, Yeah. So everyone was mad at him. I, yeah, everyone's mad at him. I think Um, that Patton Oswald might be a little worse because he always kind of represented the anti-establishment and right. But you uh, can only be that for so long. I mean, right. you know, he's so older. Everyone, and what, yeah, 
Yeah, everyone sells out. And he's huge. Right. But how, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, that he must have gotten a lot of money for that. But I don't know. You also think how much he also got a lot of money for being in Ratatouille, which he never really got shit for for being in that movie either. And he was also on King of Queens. So he kind of King of Queens is a funny show, but it's amazing. I don't think he ever, you know, I, I think I guess until now he kind of was able to navigate that without any kind of blow. But I think what helped him was he he was huge, but he was never like so huge in the mainstream. I feel like sometimes these guys. It can happen where like they become too successful that it starts to it starts to hurt them because all especially I feel like now becoming really successful can be almost like a detriment because then they're really gunning for you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so because they want to like take people down once they're like at the top because it it's just like, you know, that thing where the people are always complaining. Well, like they love to build you up and, you know, and then tear you down. It's like, yeah, that's just human nature. That's just how like humans like operate mentally they just they can't they can't, they're okay you still hear me yeah but i, okay, I can tell you on a personal level i've run over the years i ran into comedians who like they're kind of like uh, i'll come off stage and they'll be like a little kind of snarky with their little comments about like some joke i did being hacky or something and they're acting like they're a full of whatever and then you see them go on tv and they're doing like the hackiest bullshit imaginable yeah. and i'm like really you're the Wait, they uh, say that to your fate they'll say something about a joke you told yeah them? sometimes you'll have a comment or sometimes you can see them their attitude towards you like oh so i'm like really right yeah and then you're like really and then they'll go on tv and they'll be on the dopiest fucking tv commercial or really or, they, or, they, they didn't like that joke you did about uh, black people say this and then white people <laughs> say that. i did two hours on airline food i don't understand <laughs> but i mean the thing is every comic has some hacky material it's just it they just yeah, do I, they just do and needed some in like a in a certain aspect um right. but and yeah you know, but I did, there used to I be more of these old guys that would police the room and then I would there was a lot the, of that when i was yeah. coming up and, and i saw a lot even, of those yeah and i saw a lot of those guys and then i'd see them in a like a alt room act one way and in a club show act like a fucking total hack like i was saying and i'm like you know what fuck you guys yeah i um they were I the biggest bullies in comedy. Just, it wasn't just all alt people. It was just comedians. It, comedians love to tell you um, what you can and can do and what's hacky. Like I remember they were, you know, there were these comedians who just like, I didn't even think they were that good. And they would just be like, you can't tell jokes about that. And it was yeah. just like, why not? Like I, you know, I had a joke about like a song or a movie. Like you can't do that. And I'm like, and I loved Louis CK at the time. And I was like, well, he does that. And they're like, I know, but it's like, and I'm like, I don't remember what they said, but it was kind of like, they were calling him hacky. And I'm like, <laughs> Louis CK was hack like, no, you fucking more. That's com he's completely the antithesis of, what, of what's hacky. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a very, uh, it got tiring. And there is a thing in comedy where they really love to um, tell you what you can and can't do. But I guess what I was saying with, with Bob Saget, I, I will say that was sort of a death that like, like I wasn't like some huge fan, but I was like, oh, fuck, that kind of represents something in my, you know, it made me feel kind of old, you know, because yeah. he wasn't that young. I mean, he was young, but he wasn't like, oh, my God, it's so right. shocking. But um, he was like, you could look at him and he was like, he was thin and he was kind of in decent shape. So you figure a guy like that ain't going to drop at 65, you know, Um there, there, well, there's there some weird thing. It just sounds like sketchy because he's in a hotel room. No, the what they said is that it's probably it could have been um, a blood clot, which not caused actually by um, the uh, vaccine, but actually from the virus. That's what they're saying. But, you know, these anti-vaxxers are all over this shit now. They're probably, you know, they're the ones now saying, oh, Betty White, Betty White killed Betty White, the vaccine, the booster, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> not, not the hundred years old. That was fine. Right, right. Um, so, can we can we talk about th this? Kind of is like a, a left term, but so I, yesterday I was um, watching the news, and uh, so Trump gave some NPR, yeah, like interview, sort of. Did you hear that or, or see I did, that? I did. Yeah, he's you know he's uh, <laughs> so. Well, um, I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't. 
sound crazy at this point just because he, he literally came on is it just because he he has no he knows he has no voice anymore so he's just kind of was using that to kind of like he, he never goes on it he never goes on npr and yeah again it's hard for him to get the word out and he now a lot of the senators are saying that biden won the election they're finally saying it and i like i said before this vax thing people are kind of turning on him a little bit so He's he's definitely slipping. He's definitely slipping. So I don't know if you're he's guaranteed to be the nominee um, in. I think he'll be the nominee. No, I just, don't the, don't. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's going to be somebody who's going to run to the right of him on the vaccine and he's not going to have an answer for it. And these people are crazy with the vaccine. I look at the comments, in some of these right wing blogs and they fucking are mad at him. And he he can't say he's that. He, you know, now he's saying children shouldn't be vaxxed. That's his new thing. But I'm like, dude, you got the vaccine booster. You how anti-vax can you be? You can't you can't claim both. Wait. So he um, the thing that was so like it, it's, it's just so shocking about that. The NPR thing is like it almost sounds like a robot. Like he has these like 10 things that he just yeah. keeps saying. And he literally wants to keep going over. Yeah, you want to hear a the, second of it? Yeah. And it shouldn't be allowed to happen, and they don't want it to happen again. I wanna... And the only way it's not going to happen again is you have to solve the problem of the presidential rigged election of 2020. Uh, Mr. So, Steve, President, if I may. Wait, wait, wait. One more it. question. I want to ask about a court hearing yesterday on January 6th. Judge Amit Mehta, he's gone. <laughs> oh, <God>. yeah. Well... <laughs> I don't know if he knew that, that he's gone. Comment is like is speaks. Is yeah, just I, the most telling comment I've ever. And heard. I don't know if he knew that question was coming, but there was no way he was going to answer anything about January sixth. Legally, he would not do that. His lawyers are he can't comment on that at all anywhere because he he could incriminate himself at this point. But doesn't it just sound ridiculous? I mean, it all sounds ridiculous, but it's like he just keeps going going about the twenty twenty election, and it's like, dude. We're like almost two years into that, mm. the guy being in office. Like, what do you mean? Like, do you still think you're going to win the 2020 election and then be put in office for the last six months? It's such a crazy. That's why, like, I, I know that uh, the people that re are really into him, support him, are so far gone. But it's like it, it kind of it's one of those things. I see it in people every day that the, the denial. And I feel like I have in certain ways where like there's a denial that people have where they're like, no, this is going to happen the way I always wanted it to happen. And it's going to happen because it I think at happen. this point he never admits to losing ever. And this is the only time. So he's not, he knows he's not going to come back into office, but he can just claim that he didn't lose. You know, I think he really thinks he's going to be in, in office again. And he does I, that. He did that thing in that interview he does, which like is pr pretty brilliant. What he does, he goes, people are saying, that, uh, you know, in Philadelphia, they stole vote. People are saying in Detroit. Yeah. Like what people like he doesn't even say what people it's probably his sons, you know, right. But he makes it always seem like everyone's talking a certain way and it's not. No one is. But he he's but always do you, do you, he's always do done this. And it's kind of brilliant. And they're like, do people hear it and go, oh, God, even people were like voted for. Her. Are they just like because I remember when Hillary Clinton kept doing interviews about, you know, oh, this cost me the election and yeah. Comey. this cost and like even that was like just go away like just it's over like you law i don't want to hear about it anymore like so are people but but i'm not crazy but in her case she so, really won the election i mean if you're going by popular vote i mean which i know i know yeah. and, and the thing is i do you know i i, I was completely we have to stop discounting this popular vote bullshit because it's but just it, gonna it get also worse just but it yeah. gets to the point where it's like okay that that like this is wrong, but it happened. There's nothing you can do about right, it. Right, so but I think she, I think she was it. mostly silent. I mean, she was selling. She was. She was. A, she was pushing a book, so she's got to say things. But she's not. She was. She was mostly silent. But even the little that she wasn't, it still was annoying to people. Right. So like, that's what I mean. Well, people where, hate but her. But I think like the other people on the other side are so far gone. They there there is no there's no logic ever gets into their mind where they're like, you know what? This is, there's never like too far or too much. It's just it's like, and I, I think what it is, is like, it is like a terrorist mentality where like, they're not happy with their lives and seeing everyone else thrive and have lives they, that they want. So right. it's kind of like, let's blow the whole thing up, which oh, I kind course. of get that mentality, which I think is the main problem with our country right now is just, but the fact you that you have, the what? system allows them to do that. They have a minority and the way the Congress and everything is set up, 
that they can just destroy the country and not vote for anything. And that is a major fucking problem. Yeah. Um, you know, today the news was that they're not the cinema. She's on the take also for it. Um, is not going to vote for the voting rights filibuster carve out or whatever. So that voting rights thing is not going to go through right now. Uh, well, what about I mean, the other guy? He didn't say anything. But the thing is, that everyone blames Manchin or cinema. No one ever really talks about how every single Republican is against it. There, yeah. even you know, every single one of them. You know, most of them voted against the infrastructure bill, and they're all going to take credit for it when it happens. So they can't lose. They can just vote against things, stop things from happening, and anything good happens, they'll say we did it, and their supporters won't know the difference. They will not. But I, I do, I, do, I, I, and that, I think that's why people finally just like get so fed up and they take to the streets is because they get so sick of the gridlock and nothing getting done that right. it's so frustrating that they're kind of like, all right, fine, well then I'll go there and like destroy the fucking building. Um, right, but I mean, if you look at the people who you know, invaded the Capitol. The one woman who got shot, she she was mad. You know, she was a QAnon, but she was also mad about that. She was a victim of predatory loans. That was a big thing. She owed a lot of money. And you know, what party tried to limit the predatory loans and was semi successful with it were the Democrats. Yeah. So then why? Because they, by then it's just too late. They've just no, they, because they don't have that information. They never get I that. Know. It's, it's, and it, you know, it is honestly hard to like find out every, you know, find information and things. And like, it's not hard. It's, it's not hard yeah. if you, if you, if you're, if everyone's getting the same news, but if you're reading Breitbart or whatever, or your right. Facebook feed, you'll never see that news ever. They have no, talk to a Republican. If you know any good hardcore Republicans, bring up some shit that you read. They don't know any of this. Well, you know, I do. Do you ever go and watch Fox News for a little bit? Yeah. For like, just it's almost like um, people watching it, like Port Authority or something. Um, it's just like it's insane. Like you, it, it's like a joke yeah. when you go to what that you know to uh, that side of the media and what they're talking about, what they're saying. And this thing I love about, and both sides do it, but it's so transparent and it's it, it's comical is. Whenever the person, who, whenever they come on, come in office, the other side immediately is like they're destroying the country. I remember right. from like the first week Biden was in office, they were like, "Oh my God, he's a complete failure," and the, yeah. the country's bottoming out. It's like, dude, he's he's he got sworn in yesterday. Like, what people have this weird idea that the president just goes in a room and like signs things to give money to people or something. I think that's what people think. The there president used, is. Yeah, there used to be a honeymoon period where they would kind of lay off the president for a while, for a few months. That is gone. I think it probably ended. Um, I mean, you could the point internet. to a lot of books. No, I mean, maybe in 2000, because people were so mad because Bush stole the election. I mean, he did. Yeah. They stole that. And then like Obama, when he came in, he came with massive fucking majorities. And for some reason, the me and it was the media was complicit too. They were like, "Oh yeah, all these people are mad." The Tea Party people. I'm like, he's been in office for a month. How are these people so mad at him? First of all, the, the other guy destroyed the country. They're mad at Obama, who didn't do anything yet, nothing. I remember, and they're like, he's ruining the country. I remember like his third day in office. They were just like, <laughs> they showed a picture of him like at the desk in the Oval Office. Which writing. which president? Obama. Yeah, and um. That's when, you know, everything, everyone was so mad. Everything was just a shit shit. Wasn't that right after the collapse, the financial collapse? Right. But the Democrats had a super majority. They could have passed so much shit. And somehow they let those mother then people. And that's what Democrats feel right now. It's like we won the election, but somehow we feel like we lost because these people are just dictating things to us. all. Well, now it's gotten to a point where it's not just a matter of like, I don't agree with your policy and whatever. I'm going to hold that. It's like literally if you even say one friendly word about the democratic party. You're just completely no, because it's all thrown, about you're thrown out of it, basically. but it's not policy anymore. It's just about owning the libs, right? The Republicans, they don't care whatever the Democrats say. If the, everything they say is evil, so you can't agree with one fucking thing. But it's funny when I went to Fox, just like literally at the, at the, the entire show, they're just like, and Biden, I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's a trap. I mean, like yeah. he's just ruined the country, everything, you know, it's bottoming out and, the country is a fire pit and, and it's just like, what? Wait, what's going 
And I remember they did it like immediately. And I, and I do remember they did it to Trump, you know, from the beginning. But Trump was doing things. Well, of course. Like, um, but, well, a, but they also want to make it seem like the press wants to be even handed. So they'll, you know, Trump will, will, will fucking commit treason. And then Biden will like you fall downstairs and they'll say it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's very. Um, it I mean, I talked to Re- I talked to a Republican a couple of weeks ago because we were talking about how Biden, if the Republicans win the House, they're going to try to impeach Biden. There's no doubt in my mind they will. But I said, oh, they're going to do it for payback because, you know, they want to because they impeached Trump twice. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, all the impeachable things that Biden did, they have a good. I'm like, what what fucking impeachable things? And I didn't even ask the list because I was getting too annoyed. I just walked away. But this guy yeah. thought that Biden had made at least 10 impeachable offenses already. Can you think of any? <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I don't know. I, can't, well, I couldn't think. I literally feel like I see him once every four months. Right. And then he make he tries to make a speech that like is, you know, inspirational. And then everyone's like, fuck, that sucked. And it's yeah. like, he, you know, he gave a speech. What was it in Georgia? Like a couple of days ago that I watched. It was a really good speech. And it was like, He's it was tough. almost kind of. What? He's getting a little tough now, too. Well, yeah, he's getting tough. And, you know, it was kind of <clears> supposed <throat> to be like an inspiring speech, like in the um, in the same like legacy of like Lincoln or something, you know, like this is a moment in time that, you know, we have to do this. And like everyone was just like, he sucks. He's a fucking dick. You know, it's just like you can't give those speeches anymore. There's no inspiring people anymore because everyone's right. <clears> just <throat> so in their own worlds. And like literally they're like, you know. I get caught up in it. Like I look at my phone and I'm like, God, my phone is like my fucking world now. It's yeah. just like I'm on the phone and like it's kind of like being, you know, I don't know, like in that movie Sleeper, don't they? Like it, it's almost like you're plugged into this other world now. I don't have it literally on my head, but I mind as well because it's coming in through the headphones and I'm just like addicted to it. And well, and I like that. And every little thing like the supply chain issue. Like, you know, Fox got in trouble for posting pictures of empty shelves, but the, sh- the pictures were from like years ago or for some other thing. But there has been like sometimes you'll go to the supermarket and you, there won't be certain foods you can get because it's supply chain issue. But I'm like, yeah. it's not the stores are not empty. <laughs> yeah. I went I went to the store the other day to get I like to get this macaroni and cheese and they didn't have it. And I'm like, I'm like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm going to commit suicide. I'm like, I'll I probably shouldn't be eating this to begin with anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've never had that. I've never gone somewhere and been like, oh, they don't have it. Forget it. Um, yeah. I'm not eating anymore. <laughs> or I don't think thinking that's it's the end of the world, a zombie apocalypse because they don't have your fucking. Uh... I feel I really feel like people not having enough food is not a problem in this country. <laughs> you don't believe you go to the beach in fucking July <laughs> in Long Island. You're not like, yeah, there's some supply chain problem. Oh, uh, yeah. Food. Um, yeah, no, it's like I it's it's kind of that thing. I don't know what you're doing, but it's gotten so bad. I literally have to like make plans now of like things that I'm going to do to occupy my time when I have idle time because it's just like me not having anything to do is like the is such a huge problem now because it's like it used to be when I, you know, when we were younger. I remember at times of like I had nothing to do and I'd be like, I guess I'll just sit here. You know, <laughs> like I can't watch TV. I guess I'll just sit in my bed. Like I would go to sleep and I'd be like, I guess I'll just lay here until I go to sleep um, and think <clears throat> about things. But now it's just like, I have nothing to do. Okay. What's this? I got to make a video. Wait, this guy has more, more clicks. Yeah. What's going on? Oh my God. I'm losing. Wait, 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 look at this shit. This guy said, and it's just like, uh, before I know it, I'm like in a complete fucking panic. I, and I, yeah. I missed that time. Like, it sucks that I have all this shit because it's like, but I, I literally have to like, it's like drugs. Like I have to like, like um, make concerted efforts to not do these things and like fill up my time with something more positive. I think the big problem is uh, masturbation really, it takes a short time. I was thinking about the other yeah. day. I mean, it, I don't know for me, it's, this is a good point. Yeah. I mean, if masturbation really, if it took you like two hours to achieve orgasm from masturbation, that would really take up a good point of your part of your day, don't you think? Yeah. Um, um well, you know, if we're gonna get into that. I feel, I feel like when like I was it, younger, it took longer. I don't know why. It should be the other way around. No, I don't but. think it did. I feel like when I was younger, it didn't take that long, but I, I almost feel like um I, I think it was just harder to I get literally, porn. I don't masturbate as much anymore. And I um 
it, like even that doesn't give me as much pleasure <laughs> as it did. I, I like I do remember having that thought. I was like, you know, what? I don't really even like this that much anymore. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's still good, but it's All not right. like I don't. Um, I remember like younger, like I would like make yeah, I plan for it. Like yeah, oh later I'm gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think about um, the mess now. And I'm like, ah, I don't I don't do it most of the time because I'm too lazy to clean up the mess. I'm well, like, it's also that. And like it is, you know, after you've done it a lot, you do foresee the after. It's usually like a total bummer and like depressing <laughs> afterwards. So like it is. It's like you feel bad. Yeah. You just feel gross. And like, you know, and it's weird how easily porn looks disgusting after you're done. It's just such an odd <laughs> like you're so into the porn. And then when it's that happens, you're like, this is the worst thing I've ever fucking seen. Like, it's it's sickening. Yeah. Um, you're like, I because it's so good right before you. And then you're watching like um, even the title or like, I can't believe I picked this title, you know, like. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too. Like, I actually said this to someone. I, I'm, I'm amazed I don't watch porn all the time because it is just anytime I want, I can watch any kind of fucking porn. And so it's insane. It's insane to me that people just aren't watching that all the time. And I guess some people are, but I really don't really watch it that because it, it is so like, it just makes me feel bad. You know what I mean? It's just right. like you go on and it's like, and you used to be able to be like, oh, I want this kind of thing. So I'm going to go buy a video or, or get this video. Now it's like, if you go on a site, there's immediately like 80 videos right in front of you already yeah. playing that are like the worst things you've ever seen a human do. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's just like you go on and like there's like, you know, a dog taking a dump on you. <laughs> You're like, Wait, where did this video come from? But you ever see this? Like, so some of these porn videos, they'll like they'll just show you a part of it and they'll be like, they will even cut out the final part of it. And they're like, if you want to watch the whole video, you know, yeah, you pay money. But I've seen somewhere where like they show basically and they also show the end part and it's like yeah. 15 minutes. And they're like, so you basically see everything. And they're like, well, if you want to watch the full 60 minute version of this 15 minute video, you're like, why would who's doing that? Yeah, like, no, that is weird. I have seen that, too. Yeah. Where they even, like, even they cut out the end part. I still wouldn't be like, I, yeah, I got it. I. What do I need the uh, yeah, extended no director's like, cut? What happened? What cliffhanger <laughs> porn? Wait a minute. What's what's gonna happen? You know, I don't know. What... <laughs> I mean, you know, he, she had her mouth open and he was jerking <laughs> off. I, like, like, um, did they ever get off the island? No, it's just like I, I've seen like an old older porn where like they're like the guy does the money shot, but like he does it you know, in her face or something like that. Yeah. But I think I'm familiar. Yeah. But I think in newer porns, they know to cut that scenes because sometimes I think it takes longer for the guy sometimes. But I remember seeing some older videos where they just didn't cut and the guy's like doing it for like seven minutes. And you can almost see the girl being like, dude, I'm so close to going oh, home really? right now. Like yeah. he's taking too long. Yeah. Because he's look, he's in on front of camera. I don't think I could even do it at all in front of a camera yeah. like that but you almost see it in the girl's face like she's like oh, it, just do this i need i want to go home already this is i'm so close yeah just i please. know god jesus <laughs> i've uh i have to go i haven't seen my husband in days i have to go home to my husband and kids just come on my face already jeez <laughs> can we get this over yeah that's um it, it it's it's kind of amazing how um disgusting it, it and it, it that that's the one thing that even in sex i have that once you're done it, it's almost embarrassing you know because you're into it and it seems really hot and then you're done you're kind of like just kind of standing over them and you're like okay you know what i mean <laughs> people don't really get into the awkward like they always cut that they don't show that part in the porn the really awkward part right after <laughs> where you're both just kind of back you're back both kind of back online in a normal frame of mind All right you're like stripping the bed and changing the sheets from the bed well, i've, had, know, so I've had girls say like, second i'm we're done we're like okay strip the bed i'm like really can we just cuddle for a minute like we gotta clean <laughs> well you gotta stop uh you gotta stop dating those ocd checks <laughs> um, i don't know what strip the bed i um yeah, no, it's just like that's a big thing about sex, especially as I've gotten older. Just it's kind of embarrassing afterwards. It's oh, yeah. Sort of like, all right. Like, there's no cutting right from it. The porn is very. Um, and real porn doesn't have like the real 
what happens during sex where like where you're like on the girl's hair sometimes she's like oh get off my hair get off my hair like all the awkward stuff that yeah yeah seems to happen a lot during at least sex when i have sex <laughs> yeah yeah or that thing that you experience a lot where they where they wake up <laughs> <laughs> i know that was a big problem for you you never see that porn how about cramps um, also it's like- have you ever, you ever had a foot cramp during during sex that's always that's never a good look um no, I haven't, but um oh, you're more flexible because you, you could be in a position and it's kind of an awkward position. And you're well, like, I've oh. definitely had I've definitely, you know, have sex like there's definitely been a times in my life where I've had sex and I'm like, this isn't fun at all. Like I'm yeah. not having a good time. Like it literally hurts. Yeah. I'm very now like I mean I like it, but I'm also like I want to like end this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because it's like, all right, let's just like hurry up, let's get to the, the end part. Yeah. Um but I'm like that with a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, I don't know it's just that thing as you get older. Like, I, like I was saying, I don't really, I don't really watch porn. I never really did. But like, I, I'm, a, I'm amazed. I have a lot of idle time. I'm amazed. I'm just not doing it more because I think it's because I know it's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's gonna make me feel bad. I don't. It know. It does. That. I don't know why if people still feel that guilt uh, after masturbation. I don't know because you just watch something usually pretty. Because the more you watch porn, I mean, like I've. I've fallen into wormholes with it where you just keep like looking for something. You're like, nah, that's not going to do it. And then like, it just gets meaner and meaner. Like, you know what I mean? And then it has to be like really mean for you to right. like, and if you watch old porn, like classic vintage porn, none of it's mean. It's no. just all like, Hey, let's just have sex. Oh yeah. And then now it's like, um, you know, I don't know. They're just like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, your mom's fucking you in front of your <laughs> friends. You know, you're like, what? You ever see the one? Like, you ever, you're literally watch what? No, do you ever see one where like the guy is doing the butt stuff to the girl, and then he pull he pulls out for a minute, and then they do a close up of the hole, and she like act, literally opens up the hole, and you're like, why? Who the fuck oh, would want to see this? Have I you know. Ever seen- There's that shit too. Oh. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's, that's not- like disgusting. Yeah, that's. Like- <laughs> then there's a there's a genre. Someone told me where like it's called stuck porn, and it's like a woman will be stuck under something, and a guy instead of helping her, like just has sex with her. <laughs> oh, so it's like what? <laughs> I mean, Isn't that called rape? I mean, that's just hor. I mean, yeah, that's like a sex crime. I mean, it's just horrible. Right. Um, but yeah, that's like really mean. So it's just kind of like. You know, you you need to like, uh, and also I, I'm amazed at these chicks how, how much they act like they're liking what they're doing. There's no way they're liking it. No, no. I like to read the time. article. I read articles about porn stars, and they talk about how they get through it. And you know, they what just. I thought you were about to say you only watch porn for the article. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there a lot of them are. Some of them are not honest. They're like, oh yeah, I love everything. I'm like, there's no way. You know, there's no way I've seen. They talk about like I read an article once they talked about like butt sex, like how much preparation goes into that. It's not like I think people don't yeah. know that they they say that they, you know, they spent this whole thing with their cleaning like out athletes. their butts. Yeah, they're cleaning out the butts because you know, they have to clean them out, I think, too, because you don't want to see that in a movie. You don't want to see a guy with. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's not I've a good actually, look. I've never been into watching that. Like, it's just that's that's. What butt like sex? Said, well, you can't even tell because the guy goes and he's you can't even tell which hole they're in it anymore. They really you can't um, even tell. Yeah, like I said, I I, I kind of don't watch it that much. Yeah. Um how do we get into the this? things I'll watch will just be like maybe if I have some celebrity I think is hot, I'll watch like a movie sex scene that they did. Oh, really? Um yeah, like um like, like I said, um, Melissa pretty, McCarthy. Uh, yeah. All her, all those sex scenes that she does, <laughs> or like um, Kathy Bates, <laughs> or um, yeah, I don't know. I gotta actually, I gotta go. I gotta go watch some porn. <laughs> I gotta catch up. Actually, the 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 um, like I, I think I was telling this to a chick recently that like every if I'm ever on one of those porn sites, it's like I just feel like there's like a darkness to porn. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's like. It's like it's like bad food, you know, like when you go eat like White Castle and you're just like you, you're just like, this is going to be bad for me. And it, I just feel bad already. And then that's what porn is for me. I, I think it can really I, I really I, I think it can depress you. You know what I mean? Like I can tell you what's a real turn off. I've seen some uh, covid friendly porn in the last year. 
where they're wearing masks. And I'm like, yeah, just no, I can't watch this. They're wearing masks. <laughs> wow. That's fucking. Yeah. It's not a turn on, by the way. Vaccine born or <laughs> vaccinated. I've seen porn where they're wearing condoms and you're like, what? Just don't even make this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like I didn't come on here to watch people make responsible choices. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, if you're so responsible, then why are you like, you know, in an alley blowing three guys with hoods over their heads? <laughs> it's like, no, you've already you're already here. Just fucking go for it. Go all the way. You know what I mean? Like, so all right. On that note, yeah. So we we spoke about I, talk about a lot of things, and we ended up with porn. So it seems like it was where we go. I think that's what everything like with the. I think everything in, in humanity or in the human race just kind of ends up being about porn. Like, yeah, like TV was invented. It was like, oh, this is great for entertainment. Then it was just all porn. Then the Internet, <laughs> it was like, oh, this is great. We can communicate. It just became porn. Everyone's sending each other porn. Yeah. Do you remember, like, I think early on the Internet, they would porn was like the one of the first things on the Internet. And, and they would talk about how porn was all over the internet and like 20 years later or more i mean it's still the same thing i mean it's now it's only fans or whatever oh yeah i mean you, you know tiktok is is ba is basically porn oh almost. yeah like all these young girls I, they they act I mean, like they're getting I go on views TikTok, yeah i know they're like hey find out how i got like Three hundred thousand um, followers in three weeks. I'm like, okay, I, you, your tits are huge, and you're bouncing, you're rubbing them in the fucking camera. Yeah, I know. I, I know you're put, you're putting on makeup or cooking something, but that's not why people well, are watching. No, it's like, do you really think like you're gonna give me tips on how to like, um, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do? Like, just fucking tell me how to get implants and sex change. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. It's kind of like I remember I saw an interview with Leonardo DiCaprio, and he was some guy said he met Leonardo DiCaprio and he, and that Leonardo DiCaprio was like giving him tips on how to meet women. And I was like, does Leonardo DiCaprio think he has game or something? <laughs> like, it's like, no, like you're Leonardo DiCaprio. That's how you get women. Like you're yeah. not, you don't have like wisdom to fucking, you know, to give people in part. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll wrap it up. Okay, and I'll, well, uh, I'll, I'll play out a song way. too because we didn't talk about Ronnie Spector, but she died and she was really good. Okay. R.I.P. Ronnie Spector. I met her like four years ago at, at Sirius XM. She was really nice. Yeah. I mean, and, and I was she was married to the fucking lunatic too. So, yeah, the guy who like murdered the other girl yeah. and then just had hair, weird hair or something. Is he still alive? He died, right? He did, I think. Yeah. And the funny thing is, this is the song right here. I don't know. I'll play it for a second. All right, we'll get to, yeah. I gotta play the chorus. Here it comes. Eddie Money. Yeah, Eddie Money. Here it comes. Right, here it comes. This is her version part. The real fast about that song, because that was like a she was big. Be My Little Baby was her song. It was in Dirty Dancing. I know that. But yeah, I, I saw this thing about her that she fucking her career after Phil Spector fucked her up and everything like that. She, her career was in the shitter. And and uh, Eddie Money wrote this song where they wanted to have her included. And you know what she was doing at the time? She was a cleaning woman. Really? Yeah. And uh, he's like, I need, you know, first they would just wanted her permission to have those lyrics. And then, then they're like, oh, we want you to sing on the song. Uh, but she was just cleaning houses. Wait, that's such a weird, you know, that song and that like her part in the song. First of all, I, I knew her from that song first. That's originally right. how I knew her. And um, but then I, in, the, know, in Dirty Dancing, they played the whole song. Be my little. Well, baby. that song, yeah. Be My Little Baby. It's like a, that's an, a popular known song. And I think I had heard it, but and I like it now, but. You know, it doesn't it's weird that he like thought to have that in the middle of that song because he's like he's not like covering that song. It's just yeah. kind of like a completely different song with that in there. It's almost like a hip hop thing that he did. Yeah. He like sampling. But it's like it's it's weird because it because the her part is like the best part of that song. And right. She just keeps saying that over and over again. Um, it's just weird. Like, I wonder where he came up with that. Cause he, he wasn't someone that did that a lot in songs. No, but it's just a, like had, 
Yeah, it's a great yeah. song too. But I, yeah, I mean, and then I think that turned her career around and Dirty Dancing did. And you know, but so she I, had no money like after. Is that another story where they took all the money? Yeah, probably that. And she was married to that lunatic and he fucked her over, I think. But, yeah, I remember she, when I saw her, she looked um she looked pretty good you know she was i remember she was really nice um, yeah and she had like sunglasses on and I, to me it was like a big deal i mean i was like really impressed because i mean for me no, it's, it's a huge deal she was an, she's an icon you know i know but it's funny because she was but my biggest thing was like oh wow that's the chick from take me home tonight <laughs> <laughs> she's like hey um, that was my cleaning woman did you say that yeah, exactly. I mean, it's fucking crazy. I think I think that happens to a lot of those people. They just, you know, a lot of singers, especially. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It must be. But crazy. that's a real. I mean, I haven't heard a story that bad where she totally got fucked. Where did over. you hear that? It was on some documentary about her. You know, she was just cleaning houses and stuff, and it's like, you know, because back then you didn't know what to do. Like, you got fucked over. You're like, I guess I get fucked over. You know, and you you couldn't really. Right. You know, it was harder to fight back. I think, and 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 sue. I mean, I guess you people did, but it was definitely. You got fucked over probably until the 80s. That's well, I don't know. People are always like, well, then you sue them. And it's like, but if you don't have any money, you can't just like go sue people. That's the problem. Yeah. Plus, if you signed your life away, if you signed for it, you gave right your rights away. What kind of lawsuit you have? You probably don't have a lot. Oh, yeah. No, they totally. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. They know what they're doing. It's it's crazy. All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Buddy, uh, LE2B, um, buy Silk City Hot Sauce at SilkCityHotSauce.com, rate and review, and uh, join our Patreon and subscribe. Okay, and we'll see you next time.